Welcome back to Millionaire Landscaper Podcast, episode 94. Today we're going to talk about three mistakes landscape business owners make with communication. Welcome back, everybody. We're your hosts, Scott and Katie Molchan, and today we are going to talk about three mistakes that landscaping business owners make when it comes to communication. So I think communication is really important, and not everybody is a natural communicator. Would you agree with that? I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, we're going to try. Me a lot, so. we're not, I'll try not to make this too personal, um, <laughs> and I will try not to get off on any of my, uh, let's see, a non-politically correct tangent um i tend to i am naturally an over communicator and scott is naturally a non-communicator and in my experience this is just my opinion i have come across a lot of men that are perhaps not the best communicators and i have worked with a lot of men that are not the best communicators and so i sometimes call it man communication and man communication is usually like half of the information you need and some grunts and that's all you get and so I apologize. There might be like three grunts in there. Yeah. And so I, I, I've had to deal with it a lot. And it's it's frustrating to me. Some people might not find it quite as frustrating. But since I am a natural kind of over-communicator, I find it quite frustrating. So Yeah, and the, the, the communication goes more than just just talking, too. It's it's listening. It's a little bit of every single thing in here. and it's, Yeah, it's, there's a lot to it. So we'll get started with the first... Um, our, our number one thing was just communicating enough in general. I know every, I know you're busy. Everybody's busy, and it's easy to kind of just assume people are going to remember things or assume things are getting taken care of. But you are the leader. You are in charge, and so you kind of have to steer the ship and make sure yeah. everything's getting done. And you just shouldn't assume, and you've got to communicate it all effectively. Yeah, and it, it, you have to be telling them. Especially like come to your employees, you need to be telling them everything and let your foreman know what's going on. Let your I have an example of this, I guess. Yeah. When it comes to communicating with employees, like just for a very specific example, because I have been on the receiving end of this as an employee, I do not appreciate it when, like, say you are selling some kind of um, job or work that it might be work that your company can handle, but it's maybe just a little bit a bigger of a job than you've mm -hmm. ever done. Or the work's just a little bit, you know, maybe you're pushing it just a little bit. I absolutely hate it when, like, that job is sold and, you know, papers are signed and then it just gets thrown in my lap. And there was no prior communication like, oh, hey, I'm going to be going out and bidding on this kind of job, this kind of work. Like, as an employee, I appreciate being looped in on that communication when there's going to be anything that's kind of above and beyond or bigger. The sooner the better. Yeah, that and, like... Letting them know what's going on then and tell them that you're going to be there to kind of guide them along. You're not going to just kind of hand them over this project and say, here you go. Especially, like you said, if it's something new. This has happened to done. me more than once where yeah. it's like, here's this big, huge project that I went ahead and signed up for. Boom. Here, take yeah. it. Go for yeah. it. And I'm like, what the heck? I didn't even know we were like this was even like a thing or a possibility. Yeah. Quite frustrating. So communicate with your communicate ahead of time. <laughs> Let them know. And not communicating enough also applies to communicating with your customers as well. Um, I don't know how many times, I know it's embarrassing, but I don't know how many times, like, we would show up on jobs 
and people had no idea we were yeah. coming because I, this was when I'm not to throw your dad under the bus, but this was when he was still kind of in charge of running that show. Oh yeah, I, I was always embarrassed when I get to the job site. Like, oh, you're coming, you're here today. Well, yeah, yeah especially if it's like I'd, Saturday morning, it's yeah. eight o'clock. People are like in their jammies and got their coffee, and they're like, "What the heck?" Yeah, I just assume that my dad or my mom at the time would have contacted the customer and let them know, hey, we're coming out in the next couple of days. And that's that's one of the things we changed in when we kind of got in there more. But yes. was, they, they had no idea. Um, so it, it, you have to let your customers know what's going on. Yeah, so that's say, just an example of, yeah. yes, man, please, please tell me that you, you are calling yeah. your customers and just doing that like baseline communication with your customers, letting them, at least letting them know when you're going to be yeah. there, especially, you know, for a big landscaping job that might take all day and you're starting on Saturday at 8 in the morning yep. and people are in their jammies. Make so. sure you're getting back to your customers. Oh, getting, well, getting back to customers, yeah, yeah yep. also uh, is a good did you have anything more you wanted to say about uh, that, or did Kate, you just want to rant about getting back to people? Kate's gone on the, about this before about her sister. and, and I don't Oh, know, you're leaving money on the table if you're not calling people back. I mean, not every single job, but, oh, yeah. I'm well, like, I was talking to a friend the other day. He contacted a uh, concrete guy, and, you know, the customer or the, uh, the concrete company's like, yeah, we'll be out whatever day. And uh, he waited for that day and never heard anything, never heard anything. So he calls him up. Oh, I forgot about something. I'll, we'll reschedule for the next day. So we rescheduled. And like 10 minutes before the meeting, the guy called, uh, we're not going to do that work. Like, oh, what, what? Come on, people. What <laughs> yeah, are you doing? Yeah. yeah. Number one, if you didn't want the job in the first place, don't take yeah. it. Number two, I know life happens and sometimes things get bumped because of weather or whatever, but communicate that. Well, and if you're going to be late, you have to call the customer and let them know. And, and like I try to like you usually know at least 15, 20 minutes before that you're going to be late mm -hmm. or if you're stuck in traffic, you call them up and say, don't just know, leave them. Yeah. Don't leave them hanging. You oh, have yeah. To let them yeah, we did. We talked about this before. If people, uh, if you haven't heard that episode, I don't remember what episode it was, but my sister had people coming and where they were putting a deck around her pool. She legit thought that they were not ever going to come back, that they just took her money and ran because she mm -hmm. paid like for half of it up front. And so I was talking here. She's like, well, I haven't, I can't get this, you know, they haven't been out here in like four or five days. The guy's not returning my calls. I had to assure her. I'm like, he's coming back. I'm like, it's, mm -hmm. I'm like, it, I felt bad. I'm like, it's, I'm like, it's only been four or five <laughs> days and like four phone calls. He's blown off. I'm like, yeah, he's good. You'll, he'll be back. And so I was a little bit embarrassed for the service industry, but yeah, it's unfortunately it's part of it. It, yeah, so I had it to re should, it I should be that way. It shouldn't be that way, but I did have to reassure her that it was probably fine and no he'd like had not run off to another country with her her money. It was it was it was fine. And it was fine. He did come back. So yeah. um so um okay, another communication mistake that we see a lot is um assuming that you are going to remember everything. Um yeah. and that your employees will remember everything. So I guess our kind of our point with this is Write things down. Yeah, that's my biggest thing. I always tell, if it's not written down, it doesn't count. That's my biggest thing. You have to write down every well, single yeah, thing. Yeah, fun fact about Scott. He remembers nothing. I so don't. I can't. If I can't. don't write There's it down. There's too many I, things. He's just too busy. I have too many things going on, and if I don't write it down, I'll, I'll totally forget about it. I had a, a friend the other day. I was supposed to go to his house a while back, and... I apparently missed them because I didn't write it down. I didn't put it in my calendar. And oh, did you, did you guys plan a day and then you yeah, just Yeah, I just I forgot about it. Totally stood them up. If I don't have it in my calendar, I don't remember it. No, I just, I Scott so remembers many, literally nothing. Too so. many things going on. Exactly. But, yeah, you have to tell you. You have to 
you know, let your employees know what's going on. You have to give them those work orders. They have to know what's going on with, with the job. Well, this is why you have work orders. This is especially why you have change orders, because mm-hmm. if a change was made to the job and you're just like, oh, yeah, like as you're like driving away from the job site or you're like, oh, yeah, by the way, they changed mm-hmm. this, this and this. And they're like, what? What? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, write, write it down. Well, and that's why we in the academy, too, we have our checklist because mm-hmm. things will get forgotten, especially towards the end of the day. They're ready to go home. They, they you know, they want to get home to their family or whatever they have going on. And they'll just kind of skip by things, and little things get forgotten. So having a checklist have is a checklist. huge. Just make things go down. so much easier. Yeah, and well, it, it goes along with even all the system procedures. You have to have it written down because so, yeah. they'll forget things. Or, or well, back to the change orders. If it's not written down, then the your crew might not be aware that the change was even made, mm-hmm. and then you show up on the job and you're like, "What the heck? What this got this? You know, this block was supposed to be changed to this other block or whatever." And then they have no freaking clue, and you're like, "I told you," and they're like, "No, you didn't." Yeah. And so, not that I've ever seen that happen either. Uh, arguing then, over whether or not you've been told so yeah <laughs> uh-huh. and then you know even with your customers you need to write down every single thing with them you know let them know what's what's going on and like what your procedure on things are is is pretty important too but um your procedure with your customers or not procedures but how how the job is going to flow i should say you know um they'll they'll forget about no like i've had where i've started digging a job and starts you know, it looks like a huge mess and they come home like, Whoa, you know, what's going on. So having like something kind of written down or, you know, explanation with them, Hey, this is going to look like a bomb has gone off, but you know, it'll be, I see where you're going with this. Yes. It's It's like, especially with ponds, especially Mm -hmm. those look like a hot mess at first. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have to reassure them that yes, it, we, we, it will get cleaned up and it Mm -hmm. will look gorgeous. It will be great. Everything's going to be awesome, but yeah, it'll look a little bit like a bomb for a little while. (laughs) Yep. So, uh, and the last one we have um, with mistakes um, in communication is is the actual little, you have to listen sometime. Listening yep. is part of communication. It is. It is. I'm, I will try not to get off on a man tangent again. <laughs> but you just, sometimes you just have to listen. And you can't just assume that you're always right or that you already said it, especially if you didn't write it down. Sometimes you just have to listen. Well, then one thing I heard is you have to be actively listening. Like, and I, I've, I know I do this sometimes and I'll be listening to what you're saying, but I'm actually thinking in my head of, you're already something. having your response coming yeah. up or with the next thing you want to say. So yeah. you're not really listening. Yeah. You're not actually actively listening. So like, yes. you need to be paying attention to what they're saying. Like, especially if you're talking to a customer, this is extremely important. Like take notes, write it down. It makes you look so much more, be- you know, some better if you're taking notes and looks like you're listening to them. And Yeah. And even if you're like, oh my gosh, here we go again. Yeah. They're going off on whatever. Most people kind of just want to be heard. Mm-hmm. And so if you just hear them out, it's easier to move forward, whether or not it's a, co- it's a complaint or if they just want to ensure that they have explained exactly what they want. Mm-hmm. A lot of m- people just want to be heard and understood. So. Yeah, and that goes, too, with your employees. You need to be listening to what they have to say. They can have ideas. and Well, if they're if you're not out on the jobs all the time and the employees are out there in the trenches, yeah, they may come up with something that's a problem that you weren't even aware of that mm-hmm. existed because you're not out there. So make sure that they have an avenue where they're comfortable to communicate with you and get mm-hmm. your, you know, to yeah, tell you that. Having, whether it's an open door policy or mm-hmm. uh, having meetings every once in a while, like, you know, what's wrong or what's, what's, what's stupid around yeah, here, stupid what's around wrong here. around yeah. here. Yeah. Having those kind of meetings every once in a while is, is definitely beneficial to your business. So, yeah. And then just, again, it just, it's all listening. And you know, like I said, just hear them out. Don't interrupt them. Listen to what they say and then, you know, make your decision from there or whatever, you know, move forward from there. Mm-hmm. That's pretty... 
that's pretty much it, I guess, with the listening. Yeah, sometimes it can be hard because, yeah. you know, like I said, you a lot of times I'm not actively listening. I'm already trying to come up with my reason or defense or whatever. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I think we all do it. And I, I, I know. Yeah, it's I a do. normal thing to do. Yeah. I remember one time, what did you tell me you, that you were going to go? I was ignoring you or not really listening. You were going to go get your teeth cut. You said it just to see if I was listening, and mm-hmm. I was not. And I'm like, okay, yeah, bye. Have a good time. <laughs> so, and he just started laughing. So, we're all maybe guilty of not always listening. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. what something about fish tank glue or something, too? Was oh, that, something? that was just a misunderstanding. Oh, okay. You, you told me to go get a fish tape that was blue. And I thought you wanted fish tank glue. So that was just, that that, that was just, I don't know if you mumbled or I don't know what happened with that. But all I know is I was looking for fish tank glue when I was supposed to be finding a fish tape that was blue. (laughs) I don't know. I don't, I don't know what happened with that one. Who knows? I we weren't listening. I, I was listening. I'm pretty sure you just mumbled. Anyway, so I think I did pretty good with not man bashing too much. But yeah. I'm just saying, in general, it's better to over communicate than under communicate. Well, it's a good perspective too. Is most not all, but you know, quite a few landscapers are male owned businesses. Oh yeah, and we. We think we're communicating with our customers. We think we're communicating with our employees. But you but are the, not yeah, always. As a female, you're here. You, you're yeah. saying you're not seeing seeing that as much. So correct. We need to take action as. Be a little to, more proactive yeah, and yeah. realize that maybe perhaps people will. If you feel like you're over communicating for other people, that might be like you're just communicating. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, like I I feel sometimes that I'm communicating fine, but apparently I'm not because. No, because it's mostly grunts, so he's not. So, but but once again, I have higher expectations because I am such an over communicator. I'm like, why aren't you giving me all the information? So stop. So anyway. All right, guys. (laughs) Hope this helped. Sorry about the fish tank glue story. (laughs) I'd kind of forgotten about that. Like I said, I'm pretty sure that was just you mumbled and I didn't understand what you're talking about. So anyway. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us today, and have a great day. Hey, everyone. Just want to thank you again for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, we do ask you for one quick favor. Could you please head over to iTunes and leave us a review? A five-star review is even better, but it helps us get our rankings up and help us spread our message. Are you not sure how to take your business from where it is now to where you want it to be? We have a five-step process that can help you with that. It's called the Green Growth Method, and if you head over to milliondollarlandscaper.com, you can take the quiz to find out where you can get started to working on your business.